Blog Talk Radio. Out comes the card to you from Campbell. And here is the gift itself. For the 15th year in a row, I present to you a Christmas candle. I'm sitting in the dark almost. Are you? Merry Christmas, everyone, from Miss X to all my wonderful listeners. No doubt whatever about that. The register of his burial was signed by the clergyman, the clerk, the undertaker, and the chief mourner. Scrooge signed it. And Scrooge's name was good upon change for anything he chose to put his hand to. Old Marley was as dead as a doornail. Scrooge knew he was dead? Of course he did. Scrooge and Marley were partners for I don't know how many years. Oh, but he was a tight fist. And he bought some corn for popping And thank you to my sibling Made a great, a great Christmas Eve Thank you to my sibling who was here earlier Looking at blogtalkradio.com As I broadcast live North, south, west, and east as I turn all over this globe. She made the loneliest night of the year for a single person bearable. Gave me a Christmas Eve. Tonight's show is for my cousin, the cousin of Miss X. I lost my great-grandmother around Christmas Day, 1988, on December 20th. And this year, she came to take my cousin with her the same time for Christmas Eve. Singing their idiotic Christmas carols at my very door. No, somewhere else in Stella, you blasted carols, or I'll give you in charge. Yes, and I don't want to take your fellow fools and go away. Christmas. Christmas gift, I do. 
I came to wish you a Merry Christmas, Uncle. Much good may Christmas do you. Much good it ever has done you. There are many things from which I derive good by which I have not profited materially, I dare say, Uncle. Christmas among the rest. But I have always thought of Christmas time as a good time. A kind, forgiving, charitable, pleasant time. And therefore, Uncle, though it has never put a scrap of gold or silver in my pocket, I believe it has done me good and will do me good. And I say, God bless. God bless Christmas. Ah. Let me hear another sound out of you there, Bob Pratchett, and you'll keep your Christmas by losing your situation. As to you, nephew, I wonder you don't go into Parliament. You talk enough nonsense. Don't be angry, Uncle. I want nothing from you. I ask nothing of you. Why can't we be friends? Good afternoon. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. I've tried. A Merry Christmas to you, Uncle. Good afternoon. And a Happy New Year, too. Ah, humbug. And a Merry Christmas to you, Bob, and the missus, and Tiny Tim. Thank you, Mr. Fred. Thank you, sir. Good day, sir. Good day, Bob. Nonsense. What? Summary. Talking of Christmas and not two sixpences to jingle together in his trousers' pocket. You there, Bob Cratchit. Come here. What are you doing there? I was only putting a bit more coal on the fire, Mr. Scrooge. Seeing it's so cold in there, sir. Well, you put that coal back into the structure. A fire! A fire, indeed. I can tell you, if you use coal at that rate, you and I will soon be parting. Fog and the frost. Find the door. Scrooge walked to his rooms to see that all was right. Sweet nothing you dismay. All they should be. I am the ghost of Christmas past. Not long past. Your past. Locked himself in. Double locked himself in. Took off his cravat, put on his dressing gown and slippers and his nightcap. Sat down before the fire to take his gruel. I could have sworn I saw. Ah, humbug. Barley's been dead these seven years. Humbug. It's all humbug. What I need is a good night. What's that? Someone's in the wine cellar. It's a door lock and double locked. Something's... It's something is coming closer. Very often happens in real life, we call it paranormal. When we see any other things of our deceased, the people of Jacob Marley. Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, no. What do you want with me? Santa's coming. I want my... What about Santa's coming? Hawkings are hung by my chimney with care. Get your stocking out. Are you a very particular ghost? All right. Who were you then? In life, I was your partner, Jacob Marley. Jacob Marley? But you're dead. You died seven years ago. Seven years ago this very night. Hard goose, What's wrong, Ebenezer? Don't you believe in me? I do not. You doubt your senses, Ebenezer? Yes. Wing, 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 wing. 
I know I'm not a jingle that way. Blotter I am the first spirit of Christmas past. 
Suddenly the curtains of his bed were drawn aside. Scrooge found himself face to face with the unearthly visitor who drew them. As close to it as I am now to you. And I am standing in the spirit at your elbow. It was a strange figure. Like a child. Yet not so like a child. It's like an old man. That's true. <gasps> Who is that? Ebenezer Scrooge, I have come for you. You, you are the spirit, sir, whose coming was foretold me? I am that spirit. What are you? I am the ghost of Christmas past. Long past? No, your past. But, oh, what do you want of me? What brings you here to haunt me? Your welfare, Ebenezer Scrooge. Rise and walk with me. Oh, no, 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 you're not out of the window. I can't do that. I'll fall down. I'm not a spirit. I'm mortal. I'll fall. Bear but a touch of my hand upon your heart, and you shall be upheld in more than this. Come, follow me. Now, what's become of the city? And there's snow upon the ground. But where are we? These are the shadows of the things that have been. You recognize this countryside? Oh, I know every inch of it. Every rock, every tree. And that building over there? Ah, that building. I was a boy there. Yes, I went to school in that horrible place. Do you recollect that path? I could walk it blind. It's impossible to count them up. The happiness he gives is quite as... Oh, Move everything away now. Time to dance Christmas Eve. Something I think That's Billy Only, it's just that I should like to be able to say a word or two to my class about tragic just now. That's all. My time grows short, and we have yet another journey to make. Where now? Come. This is our last visit to the past, Ebenezer. Here, in this little room, with a fair young girl by your side. Suddenly, and sat him bowled upright in his own bed. Do you remember the words of Marley's ghost? wondered from which direction the second specter would appear. At that moment, nothing between a baby and a rhinoceros would have astonished him very much. Now being prepared for almost anything, he was not by any means prepared for nothing. And consequently, when no shape appeared, he was taken with a violent fit of trembling. Five minutes, ten minutes, quarter of an hour went by, yet nothing came. Then, as he sat in his bed, he became aware, gradually, of a great blaze of ruddy light it seemed to shine upon him from the adjoining room. He got up softly and shuffled in his slippers to the door. Don't everyone! Now, my dear, I see a vacant seat in the poor chimney corner, 
and the crush without an owner, carefully preserved. No, 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 kind spirit. May you be spared. Say you live. If these shadows remain unaltered by the future, Ebenezer, the child will die. Amen. 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 And now, my dears, with such a dinner and toast, a Merry Christmas to us all, and God bless us. God bless us, everyone. And now to Mr. Scrooge. I'll give you a toast to Mr. Scrooge, the founder of the feast. The founder of the feast, indeed, who pays you all 15 shillings a week. I wish I had him here. I'd give him a piece of my mind to feast on, and I hope he'd have good appetite for it. Shadows of things that will be, 
Or, or are they the shadows of things that may be only? Will you not speak to me, Spence? What is that grave to which you point? <gasps> now I see. It's writing on that stone. Name on the gravestone is Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, oh, oh spirit. No, no, no. Spirit, hear me. I'm not the man I was. Why show me this? If I'm past all hope, tell me that I may change these beautiful shadows that, that have come that you've shown me by an altered life. I've honored Christmas in my heart, and I'll try and keep it all the year. I live in the past, the present, and the future. I will not shut out the lessons that they teach. Tell me, do, spirit, please tell me that I can sponge away the writing on that stone, spirit. I beg you, spirit, spirit. I promised on my knees. I promised. I promised. I.
If he could only be there first and catch Bob Cratchit coming late. That was the thing he'd set his heart upon. And he did it. Yes, he did. The clock had struck nine. No Bob. Quarter past. No Bob. Scrooge sat with his door wide open that he might see him come in. And at last he came. His hat was off before he opened the door. His comforter, too. He was on his stool in a jiffy, driving away with his pen, as if he were trying to overtake nine o'clock. Carry the one twenty-four. Carry the two thirty-one. Carry the four. Eighty-six. Fourteen. Carry the. Hello, you, Cratchit. Yes, sir. Step this way, Cratchit, if you please. Cratchit. What do you mean by coming in? Oh, I'm very sorry, sir. I'm behind my time. You are. You are. Yes, I think you are. Oh, it's only once a year, Mr. Scrooge. It shall not be repeated. I was I was making rather merry yesterday, sir. I, I'll tell you what, my friend. I'll not stand this sort of thing any longer. And therefore, Bob Cratchit, I'm about to raise your salary. Mr. Scrooge, are you... Quite yourself, sir? No. No, thank heaven I am not quite myself. Merry Christmas, Bob. <laughs> Merry Christmas, my good brother. A merrier Christmas than I've given you in many a year. I'll raise your salary and we'll see what we can do, Tiny Tim and the rest of your family. <laughs> we'll discuss it this very afternoon over a Christmas bowl of smoking bishop. Bob, make up the fire. Take it up and buy another coal scuttle before you dot another eye. Scrooge was better than his words. He did it all. Yeah. And infinitely more. To Tiny Tim, who did not die, he was a second father. He became as good a friend, as good a master... And as good a man as the good old city knew or any other good old city, town or borough in the good old world. Some people laughed to see the alteration in him, but he let them laugh. You want to know what the smoking bishop is? Some of that tomorrow, Christmas Day. He had no further intercourse with spirits, but lived upon the total abstinence principle ever afterwards. And it was always said of him that he knew how to keep Christmas well if any man alive possessed the knowledge. May that be truly said of us. All of us. So as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, everyone. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring. Put your sock up by the law. All my stockings are hung by the chimney with care, are yours also, and he always sat there. For remember this night, old Christmas Eve, where the man would always sit and take care of the preemies. He's here year after year, the nurse did reply. He sits and he rocks the babies, and happy night. Until next time. Have a great New Year. Happy Merry Christmas from Miss X. Happy Scream.